Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Red Venue. We've got loads to talk about today. We're going to talk about Jaden Sancho. We're going to talk about Ryan Brewster, Keller, uh, Jürgen Klopp, Van Dijk, Marco Gruwich, uh, and the African Player of the Year. I'm joined by Ben Kelly, but we are sponsored not by the Athletics today. We've got another cool sponsor on board, and it's Liverpool Gin. Um, they're actually an official partner of Liverpool Football Club as well. Uh, obviously, our partnership isn't official, but it is an official partnership between Red Men and Liverpool Gin. Um, and we've got some great, great Christmas presents idea lined up for you, really. Um, I got I was lucky enough to go down to the Liverpool Gin Distillery in Liverpool City Centre uh, a couple of weeks ago and make my own gin. Uh, the video some of you might have seen on the main Red Men TV YouTube YouTube channel got to make my own gin with Bruce Grobler and a couple of competition winners and stuff like that it was absolutely brilliant experience uh, you go down there they give you like four or five uh, gin and tonics and they're, they're, they're all made just especially for you they ask you like what flavors you like and all that type of stuff uh, and then you get to make your own bottle of gin with a master gin distiller uh, which is just Friggin' cool, to be honest with you. Uh, and this experience is normally like 65 quid. Uh, with a book and fee takes it's like 70 quid. And you walk out with a 40 pound bottle of gin that you've made. You get like a two hour experience for it and like five double GNTs. Now, Liverpool Gin it's over is like about 40 quid a bottle. So it's a, so our offer is it's 39.99 to go and do this. Um, and I've done it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Recommend it to anybody. It was such good fun. And I'm going to buy it for my mum and dad. Dad for Christmas. Oh shit, I just realised he might watch this. In which case, I'm just ruining <laughs> the surprise. Damn it. Well, I mean, at least they know they're going to get a really good bottle of gin for a fairly reasonable price. I'm going to do it for my mum as well. I they just know I'm being thrifty this. though. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to buy a full price. I, that's how much I think it's worth it. I'm not. I'm thrifty. I mean, mum and dad will be proud because they taught me to be thrifty. So I'm going to buy it for 39 All you need to do is visit liverpoolgindistillery.com forward slash experiences and use the code REDMENTVXMAS and that's capital letters, REDMENTVXMAS and you will get it for 39 The offer ends on the 31st of December. You can book it for after Christmas. It is really, really good. It's a boss night out. It's a it's a Liverpool brand. Uh, it's made in the city, the gin, and I, I can't I can't I can't tell you how good it is, other than the words that I've just said. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we are here to talk mostly about Jaden Sancho Ben, uh, and he, who feels humiliated and scapegoated by Dortmund. I mean, interest from Barca, Liverpool, United, and Real. I'm just going to draw your attention to this. Um, the relationship took another turn for the worse after a four 0 defeat at Bayern Munich two weeks ago. Sancho was removed on. 
on 36 minutes with the score at 1-0 and Favre later admitted his call had nothing to do with the pre-match injury considered rather the display was not good enough. It is a sequence of events, in particular the substitution of Munich, that the Athletic understands has left Sancho feeling humiliated, scapegoated and unprotected by his employers. These are all nice words yeah, to hear. These are all, aren't they? all a concoction of, of lovely um, whispers coming out of Dortmund. I mean, yeah, it's difficult, you know, because the thing is, he's a young player, and, and I'm sure that it, you know he feels like he could, you know, the club could be doing more to protect him in that sense. But at the same time, you know, if your performances aren't good enough, you know, you need to learn, don't you? You know, at, at, at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's being managed by, you know, he's at a top club in Europe, and he's got a manager he needs to be listening to. And and, it, and if his manager doesn't think that he's playing well enough, and he doesn't deserve to be in the side, and, and that's the case as well. And he needs to work harder to rectify that himself. And obviously, he's still getting in the England squads and all that, and he's you know he's putting in some good performances there. Um, but yeah, from a Liverpool perspective and a, a potentially a Liverpool perspective on wanting to buy Jadon Sancho, this this is this is going the right way for us at the moment, absolutely. So as things stand, there's options have been narrowed to Barca, Liverpool, United and Real Madrid, David Ornstein writes in The Athletic, while Manchester City have asked to be kept informed. Contrary to speculation, there's been no conversations with Chelsea, the club Sancho grew up supporting. He's obviously a Londoner as well. Um, I was talking about Sancho, we were talking about Mbappe, I think it was last week, and I talked about how I'd maybe thought that Sancho was a better fit for Liverpool. Mm. And it wasn't until I read the comments of the video that someone maybe changed my mind on this and apologies I, I really should remember or maybe I should have gone back and checked and, and, and their point was Ben and, and my point was that you know he fits the system slightly better than Mbappe and I've since changed my mind because this commenter whoever it was said he's a winger Sancho mm -hmm. is a winger whereas Mbappe is a forward and what I've left forward and right forward do is cut in and shoot and score. Sancho is very much get by line, get the assists. Type of thing. Yeah. He gets goals as well, but he's much more of an assist maker than he yeah. is a goal scorer. And I started to think about that over the last week and stuff, and I think I've changed my mind now. But he's still a player that I want to see at Liverpool. He's an exciting guy. When you see him when he picks the ball up, you just you almost want to get off your seat because yeah. he, he just plays with that fun and, and he expresses himself on yeah, the and field. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the system, the, the, the problems with the system aren't necessarily an issue. He's still so young, you can still kind of mould him into whatever yes. type of player you want. You know, if you want to play him more narrow as we do with Mane and Salah, then I'm sure, you know, that the coaching that, that, that Klopp will provide will be able to mould him into that. So, so I have no concerns about that. Um, it's just whether or not, you know, the, the likes that Mbappe really is, you know, the, 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 the centre forward, he's going to get you loads and loads of goals. And we discussed on the final word about, you know, some situations that the, the, the front three aren't so good at. You know, Mbappe, can, Mbappe really can do it all, but... But if you if you're choosing between these two, it's not it's not a bad problem to have, is not it? Not at all. Like, um, let us know your thoughts in the comments section whether you want to see Jaden Sancho at Liverpool. I've personally said uh, since the summer that I think Liverpool will go out and spend close to 100 million pounds on a player next summer. Mm. I really do think that it's a possibility. Whether it's Jaden Sancho, I don't know. I'd like it to be. I think Kylian Mbappe might be just out of our reach, not because. He wouldn't want to come to us. I'm sure he would, uh, but more because of the money that's being talked yeah. about to get him. But is the other thing, Ben, and let's talk about Kylian Mbappe. We're not talking about him on the news and stuff, but I think you you were kind of alluding to it then, is when Messi and Ronaldo hang up the boots, someone is going to come in and take, take over that, the mantle yeah. of the best player in the world. 
and it, it, it could well possibly it could well be, be Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, absolutely. It? I think I think you know well, he's absolutely outstanding, isn't he? He's, he's absolutely clinical, and I think even even at this point, you know, obviously he's been doing it in the French league, which you know everybody has their reservations about the French league, which I suppose which I suppose is justified. But you know, for him to come over to the Premier League, if he can replicate the numbers that we're seeing in the French league, and in some cases in the Champions League as well, in the Premier League, at the top side, he'll have the likes he'll have the likes of Mane and Salah either side of him, or you know if we switch to a 4 2 3 one he might even have Firmino behind him as well. All of these words are so exciting. All of these words are so exciting, and I just think if we can, if we can go out and sign him, then yeah, you know right now we've got some of the best players in the world in our sides, if not one, of, if not the best players. And he would just be another one to add to that. Okay, well, talking about youngsters, you've got a you've got a big future. Um, Liverpool's highly rated youngster, Rian Brewster, uh, could be um, going on a January loan, um, as well as goalkeeper Kelleher. Um, so Brewster and Kelleher could leave Liverpool on loan in January. Reports the Liverpool Echo. Liverpool are willing to let Rian Brewster and. Kevin Kelleher leave the club on loan in the January transfer window. Teenage striker Bruce is rated highly by Reds boss Jürgen Klopp, but has so far been forced to settle for game time in the Carabao Cup only, with his two appearances this season coming against MK Dons and Arsenal. 19-year-old uh, has so far been limited to just three appearances in on the substitute bench in the Premier League and is still wait, awaiting his first team bow. Klopp is keen to see Brewster gain some senior exposure elsewhere and will listen to inquiries for the London-born frontman when the window opens next year. However, the Echo understands any green light on a low move away from Anfield will centre around the guarantee of playing time. And there's a few clubs that have been mentioned as well, actually, if you go a little bit further down. It is reported that Aston Villa and Crystal Palace have shown an interest, uh, as well as Championship side Swansea. I think I think he's um, I think he's good enough to play in the Premier League. Yeah, and I think I think that you know, as well as Harry Wilson did last, last season in the Championship, I think I, I don't think we cut cut that out. Cut the championship loan out. Let's just let's just loan him to the Premier League. I like I like the idea of Aston Villa because I think Dean Smith's a good manager. And I think there's some creative players in that side as well. You know, you look like the Jack Grealish, Wesley players like that. Um, so so for me, I think a, 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 a Premier League loan is definitely the way forward. And I think this is a good thing for him. I think sometimes young players that undoubtedly you know they probably get a little bit disheartened when they when they see stories like this that the club are thinking of loaning them out. But they want him to get playing time because they want him to play in the Premier League and get minutes under his belt and. That means, you know, when you look at the bigger picture, it can be sometimes hard to do. Again, when you when you want to play for Liverpool and they're, they're thinking about sending you out on loan, but when when Brewster, you know, will sit down, no doubt, with his agent, with Clark, with his family, they'll be telling him to look at the bigger picture. We want you to improve as a player so that you can be in the squad in in the long run. That's it. Like, and it's interesting the Championship, Premier League. So if I, I sit with you on this, Ben, and I'd love to find out what you guys think in the in the comments section, because. It's one thing going and getting a Premier League loan for me. Mm. It's another thing going and getting a Championship loan and then coming into one of the best sides in the Premier yeah. League. Now, I'd like the, the the player to have experience of playing against Premier League players yeah. first and foremost because he might learn something that we could use later on down the line. But also, it's such a big jump going from a Championship side to Champions League football. Yeah. And that's you know, what we saw with Wilson title. last season because Wilson was excellent in his loan at Derby last season, but... He was just nowhere near in the in the in the preseason. Really, when you think about the games that he played, he was nowhere near the level of everybody else. And 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 it was almost like 
a waste of time the loan last se- last season mm-hmm. because you, you should we should have just sent him to a Premier League side last year and see, see how he got on. He went on. He had a great he had a great season at Derby, but we didn't really learn much about him as a player because he was in the Championship. And I think it's important that we don't make the same mistake with Brewster. Yeah, and uh, also Liverpool uh, talking about letting Kelleher go out on loan. Uh, any potential move away from Anfield would depend on how much Kelleher will be expected to feature. With Liverpool keen to make sure any loans are beneficial to them and the young players. Uh, obviously, he's fallen behind in the pecking order of Alison Becker and Adrian, uh, and we've obviously got Andy Lonergan as well. Um, so Jurgen Klopp was talking last night, uh, and he said that Virgil Van Dijk should win the Ballon d'Or. Some really interesting quotes here, Ben. If you give the Ballon d'Or to the best player of this generation, then you should always give it to Lionel Messi. That's how it is. But if you give it to the best player of last season, then it was Virgil Van Dijk. I don't know exactly how it work, but that's how I see it. The best player of all, that's Lionel. Best player last season, that's Virgil. We will see. And it's great to see. And he's going him. Yeah. He's going to back his own player. Yeah. But I also agree with him. I don't think he's wrong in this. No, no, neither do I. I think when, when it, what it comes down to is consistency in the job that these players have to do. So Lionel Messi's job is to score goals and he's done it fantastically for a number of seasons on levels that we'll probably never ever see again. I don't think, I don't think our brains can properly compute how good Lionel Messi is, right? But... So it's kind of skewed the perception of all football players because you, that and that and that is what Jurgen Klopp I think is trying to get at here because he's going well yeah let's just give it to Messi every year then because nobody is ever going to reach those levels again but actually you're probably looking at Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Lionel Messi-type levels in terms of a set, what you'd expect from a centre-back from Van Dijk over the last 12 months. If you think about the amount of headers he wins, the amount of tackles he wins, at doing his job, Virgil van Dijk has been as good as Lionel Messi in his position. And I think that's where the, 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 the talking 
uh, and he's won the Champions League as well on top of that. Absolutely, and knocked Lionel's side out. I think we can all remember mm. that one. Um, so on to a little bit about Marco Gruic, who's discussed his Liverpool futures, Hertha Berlin. Um, his, his sort of low move there has hit a bit of a stumbling block. So Marco Gruic has been talking and said, look, you know, he was dropped from the lineup. He says, I was not the happiest person when I saw the lineup, but it happens in football. It's also a warning shot at me. It gives me the impulse to work harder. I'm still a young player. There's some fluctuations. Still have a lot to learn. But I've also changed my training a bit. Sometimes I used to do too much for my legs in the gym, and my legs weren't fresh enough. Unfortunately, sometimes something has to go wrong in life before you make a change. And what I like about this is he, he talks about wanting to get back into the Liverpool side, Ben. But also, first and foremost, he talks about doing a job for Hertha Berlin, mm. and I think that's really important as yeah. well, isn't it? Because he recognises that he's there to do something. If his if his move at Hertha Berlin goes well. Then he'll get a better shot at yeah. staying at Liverpool. I also think it helps that there clearly is some kind of mutual appreciation from both, you know, for him towards the club and the club towards him. You know, the club and the fans have spoken very highly about Marco Gruic, and I think it's probably, you know, if his performances had have dipped, he's probably not just disappointed about letting himself down or, you know, potentially hindering future Liverpool prospects but I think he's genuinely invested in the fan base and the club there as well and I think he's disappointed that he's potentially letting pe people down around him and I think that shows that he's got a really good attitude he's you know he's, he's a hard working player and he just wants the best for himself but also everybody around him as well and I think but he, as I said he, obviously he's got to put it into practice but he's willing to learn from this so you know as he goes forward then that will also impress Klopp if he does bounce back from this and shows a bit of resilience to get back in the side you know that's something that we want from our players absolutely let me know in the comments section if you think uh, Gruwich will make it in his Liverpool career. Um, so, final news story before we get into some comments then. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal stars among 10 Premier League African Player of the Year nominees. So, we've had Salah, we've had Mane and not only that, we've actually had Naby Keita um, up for the African Player of the Year and I, I've got them on the screen now but for anyone listening to this in podcast form, uh, I'll read out some of the, 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 the top names. Adrissa Gay from PSG uh, is been nominated, Koulibaly has been nominated, uh, Nicholas Pep, Naby Keita as I mentioned, Mo Salah, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Riyad Mahrez, Sadio Mane, uh, Wilfred Zaha, uh, Wilfred Ndidi are some of the better known players, mm. uh, Jordan Ayew as well. Um, now, I think I'm right in saying that the last two years it's finished with Salah, Mane Aubameyang. and Aubameyang as yeah. the third player. Now this, okay, who do you think will win this? Sadio Mane. Okay. Now, if I tell you that the award ceremony is in Egypt next Monday, who do you think will win this? <laughs> Mohamed Salah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mad one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like, Because yeah. um, I think Sadio Mane will win it, but will they give it to Sadio Mane yeah. in Egypt? There is something about Salah, isn't there? There seems to be a little bit extra to him in terms of a marketing spin. You know, he's used a lot for like adverts and stuff like that, isn't he? And I don't know whether that all feeds into the fact... Like, it's kind of like Ronaldo does a lot more of that side of things than Messi does and therefore you know Ronaldo gets gets that I don't know what I don't know what it maybe it's just because of how good Salah was for that 17-18 where he really was hitting superstar levels to the extent where people who didn't have a clue about football knew who Mohamed Salah was mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't know whether that all feeds into the fact that he's more likely to win these kind of awards than Manny is you know it, it probably does and it, it will probably get the conversation going when, when it comes to the Ballon d'Or ceremony as well because even though I think Manny has probably had a better 12 months than Salah if I had a tenner 
I'd probably think that Salah was more likely to win the Ballon d'Or than Mane. Personally. I think I agree with that. Um, let me know your thoughts. Who do you think will get that uh, African Player of the Year? Or will it be somebody else? I mean, Aubameyang was joint top scorer with both Mane and Salah in mm. the Premier League. Hasn't got the trophies to back it up like uh, Mane and Salah, though, this season uh, or last season, has he? Um, so, Tom, let's get us into some of the comments. Yep, got quite a few uh, good ones. Thank you, everyone, for commenting. Um, Frode Brulin talking about Sancho says, if Sancho has such a thin skin, would we still want him? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, you know what? I think. I think reading the article by David Ornstein, I think the issue that Sancho's got maybe is that he wasn't given an opportunity to improve in that game. Mm. He was taken off after 36 minutes. Now he's a player. If you get the ball at his feet, I think he'll back himself to yeah. do something special. And I think that's why. I think all, on, all it takes for uh, you, all it takes. You know, for attacking players, is, is that one moment? You know, you can have it. You can have a dire game. Look, Roberto Firmino missed a big chance against Crystal Palace the weekend, but nobody's talked about it really because he scored a goal that won us the game. And other you know, than you. Uh, sorry, other than you. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously it's our job to discuss it, isn't it? But no, nobody's looking back as as uh, looking from the outside and going, well, at what a big chance of Firmino to to, to potentially cost Liverpool, you know, points no, yeah, in the title right. race because that's what matters. So to bring, yeah, you're right. To bring him off after 37 minutes is, is probably a bit unfair because. He could go on in that game, at, you know, and, and put in a six out of ten. But if he if he scores a, if, he, if he scores a goal that wins them the game, then then nobody's going to be asked. So you're walking away going, and, and, and the, the Dortmund fan TV is definitely giving him an eight. Yeah. Uh, so go on, Tom. Let's go. Um, a couple about Sancho and City. So the Invader ninety seven says thought City would want Sancho back since Madders is getting on a bit. And then Comrade Colin says would love us to sign Sancho. Just twist a knife even further in Man City's wound. Imagine winning the title with an ex City youngster. But it's interesting. Don't they have first like they get to talk to him first? Do they? Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, obviously, so. they signed them. They, they probably they probably clause, would have put some it? kind yeah. of a clause in, and I'm sure Brennan will be able to tell us over at the <laughs> MEN. Uh, the absolute quilt that he is uh, will be all up inside everything uh, Manchester City related and Liverpool related because he's obsessed and we live rent free in his head. Um, Stuart, if you're watching, um, yeah, um, if they might not want, they might not be able to afford them because they can afford them. Of course, they can afford them. <laughs> Couldn't, couldn't get through that sentence, could you? <laughs> like, even a straight face. No, I mean... They don't spend big money on players, well, don't they? To be fair, that's what I mean. They, they, don't, you know, they, don't, they don't spend to that level, do they? They spend a lot of different... You know, they spend a lot of money on a lot of different players. You know, 50, 50 million here, 50 million there. We've never seen Man City go and break the bank in the same way Liverpool have for you know seventy five million in one go. So so you know it's, it's, to be fair, but they're though, capable, ben, more than capable of doing but it. To be they? fair, that's because they've had the spine of the team since yeah, before those yeah, transfer yeah. fees so were getting to, given. Yeah. I mean, Sergio Aguero was a big money signing yeah, when he came in. Thirty million, didn't yeah, he? exactly. You know, <laughs> and and you know they've had Silver. It was a big money signing when they come mm. in and stuff like that. So they've spent big. They've spent big. Everybody knows that on this channel. Certainly, go on, Tom. Um, quite an interesting one about the loan for Brewster. Uh, Jojo says, look at Abraham for Chelsea. Brewster needs to be loaned out for game experience and come back stronger next season. We just were talking about a premiership and a championship loan. I think there was a few people talking in the comments about game time. Tammy Abraham played 42 in all comps and got 26 goals. Would, would it stifle Brewster's career if he went to a Premier League? 
club, if that makes sense. It's, yeah. a, it's a good point because obviously Tammy Abraham, I suppose that is the the, the outlier, the, isn't it? Yeah, the, well, yeah, or just you. That's the that's the counter argument, isn't it? For what I said about Harry Wilson, because you can see that Tammy Abraham now is reaping the benefits of 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 his of his time at Aston Villa, but. Chelsea again are an outlier because would Tammy Abraham be in the side if they didn't have a transfer ban? So you know what I mean. Like, would he be getting the game time right now if Chelsea could have gone and spent sixty million pounds on another striker in the summer? I'm not sure he would be. So yeah, and the, and the other thing to sort of back that up, Ben, is that if they had a striker that was worth anything, would he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Even, it, even it's emotionally ruining it. Yeah, so. exactly. So, but but what he, I think, what they're all striving at, Tom, is that. And I think I think this is it. And, I, and let me know in the comments if you disagree. And, and, and I've got the wrong end of the stick here. Is it can work both ways? You know, the experience of him coming up against championship players and getting the confidence from scoring those goals has probably helped him to be a better player this season, um, which I can't disagree with. It, it clearly has. Um, for Rian Brewster, though, I, I I think it's it literally comes down to what Liverpool are saying, which comes down to game time. And they'd happily loan him to Championship if he can get the game time. Um, we also know that, you know, Bruce is coming back off a big injury as well. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit too much too soon for him, and maybe. maybe that's why the game time thing is is massive. Just dead quickly before we wrap up, um, Pep Guardiola's just stated that Sergio Aguero is going to miss a few games. Um, he picked up, a, I think he picked he up came a hip off. injury. He came he picked off, up yeah. on Saturday, but he's going to be out for a few weeks. And obviously, City got a really tough run coming up there, and it's not something that we should celebrate or anything like that. But it does affect Liverpool directly, and that's literally just been in the last fifteen minutes. So, um, so yeah, interesting th in initial thoughts on that. Um, I'm I'm really I think that's a big blow to Manchester City first and foremost. I like Gabriel Jesus. I think he's a good player. I just don't think he's on the level. No. And that's kind of the same with what Liverpool have back in there. You know, back in our forwards mm. up. I think you know I like Origi and and I like Shakiri a little bit and. Uh, but they're just not at the same level and Gabriel Jesus is a good finisher yeah. um, but he's not on the same level but I think the difference is between us and Man City is that like I mean obviously we get our service from the full backs but you know the, when you've got Kevin De Bruyne in your side he can make any striker look good and I think when, when if you're playing Jesus consistently I think I think they might just get away with it if if they lost De Bruyne and Aguero at the same time, then I think that would be that would be when you you really would see a, a yeah, drop off. Absolutely. But, yeah, absolutely. And and the Bruyne is starting to look like you know De Bruyne again, yes, isn't he? he now, is, like, yeah, uh, go on, Tom. You got a wry smile on your face. Let's do some dad jokes, mate. Yeah, I was gonna say we've had quite a few in the comments. Um, I'll just read out three. Lee guy says, "What you get if you cross a kangaroo with a sheep?" A woolly jumper. <laughs> um, George the Gorilla says, "Why can't a nose be twelve inches long? Because then Cause it'd be a foot. a foot." Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Tin says, "Why did Sally fall off the swing? Because she had no arms." Knock knock. Who's there? Not, Not Sally. Sally. Mm. Lovely. There you wow. Go. Poor Sally. Poor Sally. I agree. Yeah. Well, there you go. I suppose there's only dad jokes. They were terrible. They were terrible. They were proper dad jokes. Everyone's running yeah. out of them. I guess two of them. Got you. Got to step up your game. There's loads of them. Like there's been consistently coming into the chat. Okay, well, there you go. That has been the daily news for today. Don't forget to check out that Liverpool Gin Distillery offer. Um, LiverpoolGinDistillery.com.com.com.com. Dot com, dot com, dot com, dot com. forward slash 
.com forward slash experiences, <laughs> Redmen TV Xmas, all caps, not written link down, in the description, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Um, it really is brilliant, and I will give it large at the beginning. It's absolutely boss. Like, and I, I don't, and Mum, if you watch, I'm sorry for spoiling your Christmas presents. It is what you're getting. You'll still love it. It's great. It's definitely better than what I got you last year, which was shite. So. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.